Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, well, big surprise. Trez, what are you drinking? Today I am drinking the Pucka Vanilla Chai. All time fave. What are you drinking today, Maureen? I am drinking, I don't know, is Snapple a tea? I'm drinking Snapple. Oh my God, you're so American. Snapple. <laughs> I went to the American is store. Is apple juice? I'm not too sure what it is. Is it juice or well, is it tea? It's got the word apple in it. Well, I'm drinking a Snapple, Snapple. Black Cherry. Oh, I know what you mean. It kind of does look like a iced tea a bit. It does, right? It looks like an iced tea. I think it is just mm, a juice, though. Maybe. Oh, no, it says iced tea here. I'm on the internet. Internet knows all. Okay. Well, what about your me time? For me time, I thought I would catch everybody up. Whether we've released this episode already about uh-huh. when I mentioned about my eyebrow incident. <laughs> yes. Did it, you like uh, let, yes. I was okay. editing it. I was editing the episode okay. and you were talking about the like catastrophe you had with your eyebrows and then you didn't tell the story and you're like, I'll have to tell that some other time. It's like well, I want to know that the story. Is so annoying. <laughs> I can't believe we did that. So for me, well, time what is your story? Is, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty short, but you obviously you know the story. But yeah. um so <laughs> implicates you a little bit as well it's not my fault obviously it's not your fault it's not your fault okay so here's the story so it's very complicated and boring (laughs) but it's hard for for in hong kong for miriam to send money yeah let's not get into why but it just is yeah so like typically like miriam will buy me something that's easy to instead of sending money yeah it's much easier so um there was the only thing that I wanted at the time was a grande brow. Um, I heard really great things about it. Yeah. Um, and I was going already about to purchase it myself. So I was like, well, why don't you just get it? Yeah. Send it to me. I tried it once, probably, yeah, probably just like once. Mm-hmm. Put it on at night, got up in the morning. It's supposed to make your eyebrows grow. Got up in the morning, looked in the mirror. I had so many eyebrows like on my face that had fallen <laughs> off. It was so traumatic. Um, I'm pretty much they haven't grown back. They've never so grown I, back? I, I, no, and I contacted the company and I never really got a definitive answer. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't it sold by Grande? I don't know. Anyway, or I'm allergic to their product. One of the or two. Or there's I that, know. yeah. And it just really put me off like brow treatments. Yeah. Um. But I was browsing the Christmas browsing. Yeah, like a Black Friday deal or something Uh on Look Fantastic. Um, It's called Rapid Brow. Uh um, And they also have Rapid Lash. So Mm -hmm. I put them on my brows and just like said my prayers and I woke up and I was fine. It didn't cause my brows or eyelashes to fall out. And in fact, I do think... I've seen an improvement. I've only been using them not even a full month. Yeah. You're supposed to use them for two months in order to see results. So I will report back in a month. Um, so yeah, so that is my me time. I'm putting that on. Now you have to put the brow on twice a day. Whenever you talk about how you woke up with like eyebrows all over your face, it was like, it's like <laughs> in like horror movies, you know, when like 
the girl with the long hair gets like a curse or they put like bleach in her shampoo or something and her hair falls out and she's like oh, oh no oh, and she screams it was like that I was like that I it can picture you really? grabbing your little eyebrows like oh my, oh my god no it was really traumatic it was so upsetting oh my god I tend to see the ball patches I was like oh my god it just the irony it was like the opposite of what I wanted that's quite bizarre yeah. you know yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It was just, yeah, it was weird. Probably a bit of a letdown in that story. <laughs> <laughs> it was dramatic for me. I feel like nobody else cares. <laughs> I know. It's like, how much can you care about somebody else's eyebrows? Eyebrows, <laughs> yeah. Okay, shall we uh, do a recap? for your me time? Uh, me time, you... me time, your me time. My me time? I thought I would tell you I sort of worked out to buy Coco and Eve fake time. <gasps> oh, did you? Yeah. So I have like a voucher. I had a voucher on ASOS that I needed to use. And I thought, mm-hmm. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to try Coco and Eve. It is targeted at me so heavily on Instagram. <laughs> it's just like, just constantly like the pink and green little logos thrown at me so i do love the branding uh, yes the branding works it's really yeah yeah i was i was going to get i was going to get right the revolution fake tan and it was only like oh, i 10. didn't know they did one well there's definitely revolution fake tan on asos and it's only like 10 pounds or something like that uh and i've seen mm. the which is like what that's average isn't it and then that i feels s- cheap to me but like but like yeah, but I don't buy really expensive fake tan, so that does seem to me seem normal. Yeah, to me that's just like that's fine everyday tan. Average. Yeah, everyday, yeah. It's not like you're going somewhere, you know, it's just for like mm-hmm. fucking about the town. But then I seen mm-hmm. that the Coco and Eve was only like twenty five pounds. And then I looked at the mills and the mills of the revolution was like a hundred mills, uh-huh. but the Coco and Eve is 200 mils and I was just like uh, I was like hang on a second I was like the Coco and Eve works at only like fractionally more expensive is that right yeah and yeah. better quality and better quality I hope <laughs> yeah anyway let's get back to the podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. today we are on episode Two, part two of Trevor Hardy, The Beast of Manchester, recommended to us by Deborah Cappies Cassidy. Thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you. I'm so excited to see what happens. Well, I am and I'm not. <laughs> excited is not the right word. Trez, can you recap for us oh, what God. happened in the last week's episode? Quite a lot. So... Quite, yeah, that's why I'm going to struggle. Um, so, yeah, so Trevor had, as usual, bad childhood, bump mm-hmm. on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it all kicked off when he was at the pub with his mate and yes. they argued over who had to pay for the next round. Yes. And he took an ice pick to his uh-huh. head, uh-huh. to his friend's head, mm-hmm. went to prison for only two years. Mm-hmm. or two and a half, uh, mm-hmm. got out, went to see 
take seek revenge on this friend who had actually already died from the injuries. Uh-huh. That kind of sentiment sent Trevor into a rage. Uh-huh. Um, so he started hunting down a young girl, Deborah, uh-huh. basically a child who uh-huh. he had she sort of scorned him um, had you know she turned him down. Um, so he grabbed a girl on an alleyway or a street, thinking that it was Deborah, but it was a girl called Janet Leslie Stewart. Janet, and he grabbed her by accident, but just killed her anyway. He uh-huh. didn't even care that it wasn't the right girl. Uh-huh. Um, that was his well, his first purposeful murder Uh um then he hitched up with uh wanda he got a proper girlfriend of a proper age no he killed wanda no (laughs) damn it yeah, no, no, you're doing well he hitched up with no, that is the patreon (laughs) 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 oh my god no, no, I will get this. Sheila. I will get this. It's Sheila. Sheila is <laughs> Sheila is the girlfriend, and he shacks up with her. Yeah, and then goes out to kill some more. Wanda and he kills Wanda and puts uh-huh. her body in a construction site. Real yes. sloppy. Feet sticking out. Please find her the next day. Yes, they take a bit of saliva, match it to him. Yeah. He saws off his teeth in prison, gets Sheila to give him the file, industrial Mm -hmm. file, so he can saw his teeth off so that they can't match the teeth marks to where he bit Wanda's nipple off. Um, Don't know, did they they find the nipple? I don't know, don't want to know. And that's weird. Is that where we are? Is that where we left off? uh, Then he told his brother. No, he... He, sorry oh my god so much happened oh my god i know it's like he, such a lot yeah so the police couldn't pin him for it and then he got out and mm-hmm. then he bragged about it to his brother about uh-huh. wanda's murder the brother he threatened the brother not to go to the police beat up his brother brother went to the police with the girlfriend yeah. girlfriend made beans on toast yeah <laughs> <He> told the <laughs> police <laughs> <laughs> they told the police and now the police oh, he returned the shoe to the crime oh my god so many things so many things he's in, but wh- now I don't he's know out. where it actually left he's out he's out and he's angry he's probably going to go for the brother now is he well but you just have to listen and find out right okay 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 well yeah basically yeah you you got it yeah he filed his na- his his nails he filed his teeth and then <laughs> They weren't able. They were able to match, and so he's free. Yes. So he's on. He's back out. He's back out. Imagine how angry those policemen would be. I know, right? I wonder if they like, as well, seen like the file, or like they were like, "Dude, why does your teeth look different? Why are your teeth so short, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> it's genetic." No, Colin's teeth weren't that short, and he's just like, bye. <laughs> that would look so weird. Yeah, yeah. 
And they definitely took like a mug shot oh. of him. And it's just like, your teeth are different now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did you think we wouldn't notice? I mean, <laughs> well, like, he's on their radar now, though, which is good. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Teeth or no teeth. Like, they <laughs> are on to him. Oh, you know, I hope he's in a lot of pain. I hope so too. I hope we get some of those cavities and all of the pulp that he filed down. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have a little bit of a twist because, as we heard, Trevor is an absolute arsehole and he's out seeking revenge. He hates the world, but he loves alcohol and violence. But mm-hmm. um, in December of 1975, Trevor was in the local Manchester newspapers. This time being called a hero. <gasps> yeah. What did he do? On a cold December evening, a fire broke out at Trevor's neighbour's house. Trevor quickly dashed inside the house, engulfed in flames, and was able to save his neighbours by pulling and carrying them to safety. <sighs> the media went wild for this, for this selfless act of bravery. They interviewed him and put his picture on the front cover of the paper. He probably set the bloody fire. That was my next sentence. It later came out that it later came he out that Trevor. As soon as you said fire, I was like, he said it. Yeah, he started the fire himself as a way to save the neighbors. It is thought he did it for it's like a attention. PR stunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You see, I thought he wasn't smart, but. That is kind of cunning. Yeah. I mean, it's also kind of ballsy because you are kind of risking it going into the fire. Yeah. Hmm. But, okay, but I mean, but it's not going to get you off for murder, though. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to rally people behind him. Like, Trevor's our hero. So that in case he goes to trial. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Never. that's what the he people was trying. would be like. Oh, but he—he he saved the family from yeah, the fire. It doesn't cancel each other out, though. Does not. No, I really hope that they, like, can like prove that he started the fire. It doesn't come back up, but it it uh, eventually, people find out it was him. Yeah. Okay. Although Trevor would not be the golden boy for long. Only a few months later, on the fifth of March, nineteen seventy-six. Trevor attempted to sexually assault a 21-year-old woman in a pub loo. The woman resisted and pushed Trevor away. Enraged, Trevor grabbed her by the throat, choking her. Jeekers. The woman struggled for breath and to break free so much that she bit off a chunk of her own tongue. <gasps> yeah. So, blah. Oh, God, love her. Oh, God, love her. Very frightening. But always fight back. I thought you were going to say a bit of his ear or something. Oh, I wish. Yeah. During the fiasco, another patron entered the loo, stopping Trevor in his tracks. Trevor panicked and ran away. Thankfully, the woman survived and was able to report it to the police. Good. This is going to help to catch him. Yeah. The pub goers that day were able to give a description of the perpetrator and the police knew it was their man, Trevor Hardy. Old stubby teeth. <laughs> I mean, it's a definable feature now. 
old stubby teeth. There are not many men walk around Manchester oh. like that. <laughs> oh, I'm him. so happy. It's all coming together. Um, although he was not brought in time to save the next victim. No. I know. It's just a few days after the pub loo attack, <gasps> Trevor would strike again. This time was the last time. Sharon Mossoff, a 17-year-old girl, on the evening of the 9th of March, 1976. Sharon had attended an office party, only a 25-minute bus journey from her and her parents' home. At about midnight, she called her parents saying that she was leaving the party and they told her, great, get the 98 bus home. And she did just that. After the bus ride, she was walking back home when she spotted some strange man trying to break into a local business with a screwdriver. Sharon, yeah. Sharon confronted... Like something a child would do. Isn't it? open this. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon confronted Trevor Hardy. No, no, no. I know. She probably thought oh, that he would be startled like and run trying off. To, yeah. She was like trying to do some good. She was probably just like, oh. hey, excuse me? And just... Oh, uh, would you person. be that brave? Probably not, no. No, I no. know. No, it wasn't like a trick question or anything. It yeah. was just like... Would you be that brave? I don't... I don't think so either. Like, especially if, if it wasn't my business. Like, she's a really good person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For trying to help out someone else's business. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I. The only incident I've ever witnessed was in the old building I used to work. You could look out the window and see bikes chained to the bike racks. I don't know. I'm not a sure. bike person. Yeah. <laughs> where people chain their bikes. And there was. A guy in a tracksuit um, with his hood up uh-huh. <laughs> and he like just starts ripping one of the bikes off of the railings uh-huh. and like I was like should I go down but like there was other people watching this with me yeah so that crowd meant what is that called that crowd thing where like no one like the bystander speaks up or doesn't yeah yeah but one of the men ran out and like scared him off yeah but i know that's sexist but i was thinking like when is one of these men gonna like run out because like i'm not gonna do it no no it's fair enough i mean like if there's a guy who's like bigger than you don't risk your life for some rando's bike you don't know what he could do he could just turn and punch you chav had a knife or something you know and it's not my bike either yeah. So I was like, I don't want to get involved in this, but that's the only thing I've ever witnessed. And I, I think it's different as well if it's like property. Like it's really just stuff. Mm. I think it's different if you see somebody. I know. I, yeah, I know. Assaulting it's like just, it's a not person. Worth it. Someone could get hurt. Yeah, if you see somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, if someone yeah. was. Yeah. No, that's different. But I it's think a that's bike. then it's like sort of like more of your business. But if it's just like stuff. Mm-hmm. Not so much. You don't know how crazy that I other know. person is. Yeah, yeah. Sure, there was someone. Something happened. I think was it in Dublin recently, uh-huh. um, where they were trying to take his like hijack his car, and your man was like, "No." Yeah. And I just killed him. <gasps> and he would have survived if he had just let them take it. Yeah. It's it happened nice. not that long ago. Oh my god, guys! It's only stuff. It's let just a car. car. I know, but see. 
your man could have saved up for that car it could have been expensive you know it's hard in the moment but i think my bitch ass would just say yeah okay yeah i think i would just let them take it and it's like as well you've got insurance as well this is true yes maybe he didn't have the fire and theft thing you don't know how crazy other people are you don't know always get the third party fire and theft oh Okay, so he's got the screwdriver. Oh gosh, we're we're right. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Sorry, got okay, a bit of trigger okay. warning. Oh, is he going to use the screwdriver? Yeah, you know he is. No. Um, so you know, poor Sharon. She thought she was going to like startle Trevor and he would run off, but instead he ran towards her, screwdriver <gasps> in hand, and stabbed Sharon with it. Jesus Christ! I know. That's quite blunt as well. Yeah, and it's like something about how pointy it is is also quite frightening. Yeah, there's a point, but it's not like sharp. It's like blunt, but like, uh He then proceeded to punch Sharon around the face and head. He then, okay, trigger, skip forward 15 okay. seconds if you can't handle it, except for Trez, you have to deal with it. <laughs> oh, I don't get the luxury, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he then ripped off her tights and strangled her to death with them. Oh, here when people hate, do that. What is that? that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it's like very invasive being strangled with your own. I mean, it's tights. like your own tights, you know, like, oh. Yeah. Hello? Hello. Oh. Yeah, I'm just traumatized. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. Trevor, then, the same as Wanda, chewed off one of Sharon's nipples. Oh. Yeah. When he was finally done, he dumped Sharon's body in the freezing cold canal. When Trevor returned home, he realized that, duh, he had left yet another bite mark again on the victim. <laughs> no, you yeah. are making I'm not. this up. <laughs> no. And he's just no. like, wait a minute. <laughs> no. Yes. He's like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So, and it's the same bite mark that the police had taken the impression of him. Right? He filed down his teeth. They took an impression. Then he goes out and he he bites some more. It's like, all you had to do was just never bite again. So even if he does saw them down further they still they know it's now him they know yeah. they know it's him that they was have, his previous teeth so yeah they have the previous that's teeth. you you yeah. fucked what's he gonna do oh don't tell me what he's gonna do because i'm i have a, an idea so you have an idea let's see if it's the same idea so trevor had to go well, back take to the, the ca- breast off take your teeth out but sure they've already taken his teeth take your breast off take your breast oh, off Can you cut hear the breast me? off Hello? I thought you said Cut take the. the breast I thought off. you said take the rest off. Of, like, no, the sorry. It's, oh, sorry. No, take the breast off. No. So Trevor. No? It, oh, it's, okay. it's kind of. I guess it's kind of similar. So Trevor okay. decided he had to go back to the canal. He jumped in the freezing cold water and pulled Sharon's body back out. Like he had to go swimming, <sighs> looking for her. Yeah. Yeah. This is bananas. But that would be extremely difficult because she could have moved and yeah, floated you know. away. Yeah, do bodies huh? float? Do bodies float or sink? I think they float. Yeah. Okay. 
He then, when he got when he got Sharon, he then mutilated the bite marks using like I think like the zipper in his coat, dude. Like he like got rid of like the marks. He like made it all jagged. Uh, yeah, it's messed up. But yeah, and then he threw Sharon back into the water. Still shaken up that he could be caught this time, for good, Trevor went on the run that very night. Um, It was the next morning when Sharon's naked body was spotted in the canal. Her clothes were found further down. The water was so cold she had actually frozen, and all that was left on her was the (gasps) tight was the tights that were still wrapped around her neck. That is horrific. Mm-hmm. A frozen body. She naked frozen. in a canal with some tights. Yeah, it's very traumatic. It's weird because, like, you go to these places, like I've been to Manchester and even that other case that we had mm-hmm. in Dublin with the Scissor Sisters. I don't mm-hmm. know, you're in these cities and you don't think of these things, but these things have happened. Yeah. Like, cause like whenever like we went to Dublin, someone... we were around by the canal all the time, and you look and you take yeah. pictures. And it's just like body parts yeah, have been found in there, mm. just like floated up, and someone had to see that. Mm-hmm. Sharon's body was quickly identified, and the police set up yet another murder inquiry in Manchester. It didn't take long for the police to pair together the similarities between Wanda and Sharon's murder. Sharon's murder only being nine months later. The girls were roughly the same age, killed at night, with mutilated nipples. They knew that it was the same man. They knew it was Trevor. They just needed to prove it mm-hmm. and arrest him before he struck again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A furious manhunt ensued. It lasted weeks. Police <gasps> could not find Trevor, so they tracked down Sheila and put her under mm-hmm. surveillance, hoping that eventually she would lead them to Trevor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it was April, so only a few weeks later. They followed mm-hmm. Sheila to a small flat, and as soon as she went inside, police came out of nowhere, surrounding the building. They all believed Trevor was inside. The police knocked on Sheila's door. She willingly let them inside. They began asking her questions, asking her, Have you seen Trevor? Do you know where he is? The petrified Sheila just kept saying, No, 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 sorry, I don't know where he is. As she pointed to the ceiling. Oh, good woman. Mm-hmm. Police looked up. There was like a loft or attic space above with like a little door. You know, those little loft doors. Police yes, hate them. I hate them. They're so spooky. Because you have to put your head no. in first. Oh, you can't pay me enough. <laughs> Police slowly opened the loft door and crept inside. There, they found Trevor Hardy. Gotcha. So the officers just shouted up into the loft, Can you please come down then, Trevor? And Trevor replied, I'll come down, but only if you don't hit me. Oh my God, what a little wuss. Uh-huh. You like... He's afraid of getting, what? Of getting hurt. He's afraid of getting hurt. Hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Now that Trevor was arrested, Sheila felt safer to confess. She confessed to the police that she had lied about Trevor's whereabouts on the day of Wanda's murder. She said she had no idea where he was that night, but he definitely wasn't with her. And the same goes for on the night of Sharon's murder. 
Trevor was then charged with two murders. While awaiting trial in prison, Trevor changed his innocent plea to guilty and totally confessed to Wanda and Sharon's murders. Hmm. But he was also responsible for a third murder, predating Wanda and Sharon. The murder of 15-year-old Janet Leslie Stewart. Mm-hmm. He explained that this was actually his first ever victim and was able to give details of the crime. Police could not mm-hmm. believe that this could not believe this confession because they thought mm-hmm. that Janet was a missing case and it had been unsolved for oh, about two years. That's yeah. right. They never find the body. Was she mm-hmm. the one in the clay pit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even know that Janet was dead because, like you said, they hadn't found a body. Trevor mm. agreed to take police to the place where she had bur- he had buried Janet's dismembered body. That's a long time ago now. Yeah, two years. Yeah. Oh, only two years? Yeah, two years, not too long. Oh, all right. Oh, sorry. But she was outside in, like, the elements, so... Oh. Mm. Yeah. Although the clay, if she's under clay... It's hard to know, but... I don't know. Yeah, I think like there was decom, there was like decomposition for sure. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Police were able to recover most of their of her remains and bones, and then they added the charge okay. for Janet's murder too. God, I can't believe he just came out with that one. I think he probably wanted like notoriety. He's just like mm-hmm. he wants to be the big man mm-hmm. in prison. Like I've killed the most people, so why would he yeah. let that one go? Yeah. News of Trevor Hardy's confessions and charges were quickly spread around Manchester and the local newspaper gave him the nickname The Beast of Manchester. Despite Trevor Hardy's... I don't really get that. What, The Beast? Yeah. Why? Because he's biting or something, I don't know. Probably. Maybe. I guess just because he's so mm. angry and vicious. Mm, like a beast, okay. Despite Trevor Hardy's... It's a scary name. The Beast? Beauty, yeah, scary enough. It is. That's what it made me think of at the very start. <laughs> and I was like, I had to remind myself, it's not going to be anything like that. <laughs> it's not. It's not Trez. We need Gaston in here no. to kill the beast. Yeah, where is Gaston? <laughs> despite Trevor Hardy's confessions, and despite the fact he had admitted to all three murders, and showed the police where the bodies were buried, he then went into trial and pleaded not guilty. Wait a minute. Yes. He like flip-flopped. He was like, I'm innocent. I'm guilty. I'm innocent. I'm guilty. Are you allowed to do that? What the heck? I don't know. I don't know. Like. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then five days. Five, then five day, days later, he changed it again to manslaughter. Oh, stop. Yeah. Such an attention seeker. It is. He changed it to manslaughter. How the hell is that manslaughter? How is that accidental? How did you accidentally go and fish her out of the river? I don't think he knows what that means. What? He said that it was manslaughter on the grounds that he is insane. And you knew that was coming, yeah, diminished capacity or whatever. Like, but, but like he showed forward thinking by filing down his yeah. teeth and by going back in and taking out Sharon and and like fixing the teeth marks. He like, he's not he's insane. Doing. He knows what he's doing. His claim of being insane <sighs> was not supported by any of the three psychiatrists brought in to examine him. Sorry, what did you just say? None of them said he was insane. None of them said he was insane. They're all like, 
He definitely Good. shows psychopathic tendencies, but he's not insane. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're insane. No, yeah. The court, the court didn't accept his plea of insanity, and in a fit of rage, Trevor then fired his legal team, choosing to represent oh my himself. God, yeah, he represented himself. Yeah, <sighs> this is so dramatic. So dramatic. Yeah, this case is just oh my god. On the 2nd of May, 1977, the jury found 31-year-old Trevor, he's so young, Mm. guilty on three counts of murder for the murders of Janet Leslie Stewart, Wanda Scala and Sharon Musoff. Trevor Hardy was given three life sentences and an additional five years for the attack of the young woman in the public toilet. I was just thinking about her. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine being her, like she, you uh-huh. would, I don't know, like, oh, I don't know what you would feel. Relief that he's caught, but well, like that she, they were saying dead. he would have definitely killed her. He would have definitely murdered yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Very lucky. You yeah. would feel so weird, wouldn't you, having that like brush with death of like, wow. And then you would have the guilt as well that like, you know, the other girls didn't survive and you did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Total side note, do you yeah. know who Lisa Renna is? Do Renna? You? No. Why who's that? Lisa Renna is one of the she she's like a actress kind of. Uh she was on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. And her mother yeah. escaped. I think it was the BTK killer. Oh wow. Um, she was yeah, her mother was like in the car yeah. with him. <gasps> She, like, accepted a lift from him or some shit. Oh, fuck. And then she got weirded out and she got out of the car. And, like, yeah, like, her mother is a survivor of the... I'm pretty sure it was a BTK colour. That's crazy. And then she lived to, like, 80-odd. That's great. That's cool. But that could have been her, isn't it? Yeah, her mum could have died. I don't know. For the rest of your life, you would feel like, ooh. Yeah. Or would you live life to the fullest? Or would it be a great story to tell at parties? It was a good story, yeah. Depends on your personality. It depends on how much it shakes you up, mm. you know? Yeah. We all know friends and it, and it would cripple them and then we all know friends and they would boast about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I beat them up and I... <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about you, Toya. Toya would... <laughs> Toya would be shouting that story at every pub she could. Don't mess with me. 30 years into serving his sentence, Trevor filed for an appeal. What? Uh, After 30 yeah. years? Yeah. So it looks like he did half of his time, if you know what I mean. And after you, you're allowed to go up for like an appeal or, you know, oh, stuff like right. that. Oh, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Right. 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 So anyway, the court was just like, no, you don't show any, you don't show any like, um, regret or morose like you don't feel bad what, what you did we don't think you are reformed mm-hmm. and the appeal mm-hmm. court denied him and then actually changed mm-hmm. his sentence up to a whole life tariff so wow <laughs> so he ended up getting so more appeal time. was not a good idea no so mm-hmm. he would never be released and he will die in prison yes is okay okay yeah and in 2012, he, he did die. Yes. Yes. On the 23rd of September, Trevor had a heart attack and collapsed after serving 35 years in prison. 
Over time, wow. the Beast of Manchester became known as the forgotten serial killer because he was hmm. overshadowed by Peter Sutcliffe. Mm. Raging. Yeah. He would be. He would be. He'd hate Wouldn't that. he? Yeah, that he's forgotten in about. In your face. Uh, in later years, Manchester locals had suspected that Trevor Hardy in the 1971 mm. murder of a 17-year-old girl, Dorothy Leyden. In 2004, so still while he was alive, family members requested that the Manchester police re-examine old evidence. Detectives mm-hmm. reviewing the case believe forensic evidence exonerates Trevor Hardy in the murder of Dorothy Leyden, mm-hmm. as the DNA samples examined mm-hmm. more than 30 years later were not found to be a match for Trevor. However, people are saying that just because his DNA is not on her clothes or the DNA samples don't match him does not mean he didn't kill her. DNA shmene. Yeah. I mean, what's well, so, up, but mm, I know what you mean. But then who owns that DNA? I don't know. You don't know? If it's not her own, yeah. Dorothy's, and it's not mm-hmm. his, who the heck is it? And he never worked in a pair but then you can just have someone else's DNA on you if you're in a pub or something and you yeah, have someone there, easy. You know. Somebody could sneeze on yeah, you or so whatever. Still could be him. Yeah. Why do they think it's him? I think it's just because you know. she's around the same age, Manchester, mm-hmm. in like the, in 70s. the same area. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. very possible. But then he he brought up Janet. Why That's wouldn't a- he bring up? Dorothy. That's what I was thinking. I was just like, well, like, if mm-hmm. he wants to be the big boss and tell everybody about all of his murders, mm-hmm. he would have brought up Dorothy Leyden. And apparently at the time he did deny it. Denied yeah, Dorothy? He denied Dorothy. Because he could have easily hmm. gone away with Janet's because people had stopped, like, looking for her. They didn't think she was dead and she was scattered. Like, mm-hmm. He could have got away with it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why would you not just claim Dorothy's? I don't know. Well, that's like a whole thing still going on, I, I suppose. Holy and that moly. Is the end. Wow. Of the Beast, Beast of Manchester. Manchester. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Deborah, for recommending this, our patron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, are we good? All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Slana Walia. Bye bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.